Welcome to the 150 book review. Today we will be talking about a book called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray. Um, so my grand teacher actually advised me to read this book. She said it was so um, good that they translated in different languages and she read it in Arabic. And one of the things she liked about it is she said that everything he's saying, it is the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam. You know, and mm-hmm. and I remember after I read this, I, I talked to her about it and I said, I said, yes, I agree. But Muhammad Sassalam did it naturally. But our men <laughs> needs to work on it. It's like something they yeah. need to, you know. Um, but I guess this is, you know, like there's so many things where Muhammad Sassalam would just do you know he'll he'll do uh you know it's like all the housework um that he could he would have that he would do it and and you know there's like hadith about that but usually um unless it's like usually we have to tell our men to do it mm-hmm. you know hey can you do this can you do that um and only then they're like oh okay you need help um i'll do it so um it was really interesting i love the way he looked at things um now i heard an interview about him recently and his wife recently died and it was so hard um on him and um i know like the way he was talking about her he he was just like tearing up it was so emotional um but what's interesting is he was saying that how i learned to become a i learned to be a good man a better man because of her she taught me how to be the best version of me I am and, and this book is not just me it's the way she taught me and it was interesting because she was very special the things that she would say that she did mm-hmm. I was like wow that is not something I would have done <laughs> like I'll give you an example the wife was in so much pain she tells her brother can you please bring me the pain medication but he never did she had to breastfeed the child or something like that and all day she was in so much pain so the author um john gray he comes from uh from work and he's exhausted and so then she says she's like i was in pain all day and then she's like um he's like i can't believe this is it can i have um she's like can i still have to do this and i have to do that so she's basically venting about her day and he of course took it as a blame like oh, look what I have to go through. And, you know, so he was like, oh, you know, well, what can I do? I just came from work. Well, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. Let me just go for, you know, I'm going to go for a walk or something. So then she says, no, John, please. And she's like, I just need you. She's like, I've been alone all day. and I'm in pain all day. Don't go. Stay with me. Just hold my hands. Just hug me. You don't need to, you know. So she would directly tell him what she wants. Mm-hmm. And that, and I realized most of the examples that he would have with his wife, the wife would tell exactly what she wants. But we tend to do the opposite. We like to hint it, but not directly say it, right? So I think that's one of the biggest things that I was like, oh my God, yeah, we gotta be. With girls, I think we can hint it and we can get it. But with guys, they don't. It's, it's subhanAllah, like after reading this book, it made me think like, Allah truly did <laughs> create us differently, like men and women. I mean, oh my God, I mean, the pregnancy, like the fact that, you know, that it's a boy, I could, f- I feel different. Like I know my hormones are different. So like even with pregnancy, it's so different. So let alone 
um, how how they think. So um, he talked about how women love to talk, right? We're the type who we want to talk about our problems, not necessarily solve a problem. And just mm-hmm. the fact that I talked about it makes me feel good, right? Mm-hmm. But men are not like that. Then when they talk, they need a solution. They want a solution. So when you talk to them, um, so when a woman talks to a man, two things come in their mind. Um, okay, so my wife is talking to me probably for two reasons. One, either she wants to blame me or she wants to advise me. <laughs> so he goes, so he, so if it's a blame, he's literally like taking a sword or defense mechanism. Like, what, 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 what do I do now, you know? Or versus... Oh, putting, you know, the fixer hat. Okay, I'm going to fix this and I'm going to give advice. And that like, oh my God, that's amazing. So the other thing he talked about is how men, there is such thing called men cave. Now, um, the fact that they just want to be alone, want to be in silence um, and will come out when they're ready. So he says that this is very important for the men and let it be. Now, this is quite interesting. I, I never understood that. Um, and I always thought that was their way of, I don't know, not want to talk to me or like not want to talk to the wife. But it turns out, no, it's their way of just, I don't know, getting through their day or just sort of um, getting through their problems. And and he goes at how it's very important to let it go. Let's say, for example, they're stressed about work, they're stressed about whatever it is, and they just want to be alone. Just say, hey, why you want to, let's talk about it. Or why are you? Why don't you want to talk to me? Oh, why? Like none of that. They don't like that. So the fact the fact that you leave them, it makes them feel that oh great, my wife trusts me that I could deal with this by myself. So, but with us, our mindset is different. You like don't. It's like you better not leave me alone when I have a problem. Come talk to me, you know. But to them, it's the opposite. They need to be alone now. What if your place is so small and there isn't really no cave or an office or a room that he, they can just sit on their own? It's not necessarily um, being quiet and, and things like that. The issue is, um, you know, even like just sitting down and watching TV. It's just something to unwind, something that they do. For example, yeah, either um, be on a computer by themselves uh, on uh, TV or they're just with friends or they're walking on their own, but just something where it's just them or just, you know, him alone. And it's important to leave that. Now, this is very interesting. We know that because that's what Muhammad did. He would go to the Qarhiraq and would just meditate or just be on his own. Khadija never did say what again, what's going on, blah, 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 and really criticized or all that stuff, right? So she let it be. Or when he came back scared and said, Zemiluni, like, cover me, cover me. She didn't say, what now? What kind of men are you? Or, you know, she didn't criticize. She just did it. And then eventually, when he was ready to open up, like, I'm scared. This is what I saw. And he's like, don't worry, you know, like, you're such a great man and reassured him. So basically, let him go through what he needs to go through to get things done. Now, if we don't, Let's say if Khadija didn't and said, again, why are you this? Da, 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 you never wanna, you're never with me. You're never, you know, what happens now, that moment of him being in the cave or that moment that, you know, our husband needs to be on their own will now need to be 
on their own even longer because now it's like, oh, great. And my wife is upset with me. Isn't that crazy? So it's like, <laughs> it's like, don't be another problem. Just let that problem or situation be dealt with that later on they come back even better than they were. So and this is interesting because I never got it. I never, like I, I was, I noticed that, um, you know, it's, it's like, I guess with my dad, it's more of he's at work and he gets a lot of alone time because in the office he gets that or same with my husband. And I always, some in my mind, I'm like, do they not like want to be at home? They don't want to talk to me. They don't want to, you know, and later on, it's like, you know, it, it, then I'm realizing, oh, it's just their way of having their own time. Because if their friends were here, they'd be like, um, no, not now. It's like basically having this alone time or man cave it is real and it's um we need to encourage it not encourage it but sort of let it be um so this is interesting too so ways how we protect the problem or we don't want to deal with it um of course it's not great if we do it for long term he talked about four things the four f fight flight fake and fold fight he goes it tends to be the men who wants to um do it basically they just argue all the time. Like, what, what are you going to do now? Or why are you, you know, upset with me? So it's just arguments or flight where they just don't want to talk about it. Okay, you know, I had everything. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it. Um, fake, which is apparently women, where we're like, hey, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So we <laughs> just start like, like, yep, exactly. Or um, fold where it's like, we just take the blame, um, basically, uh, to just please the husband. And, and which is really bad because it's like, um, you know, it's like, oh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Or yeah, sure. You want to do this? Sure. You want to go to the movies? Okay. You don't want to go to the movies, but you're still going to just do it because he said it. And he goes out that this is a problem because it's like you're giving so much love and yet you're not getting your love filled because he doesn't even know what you want. And because you're just folding or masking the issue. So he goes at how that's not necessarily um, great for the long term. Um, and he goes at how usually there's a secret of why he or she is arguing. Um, and, and he goes usually for, uh, so he talked about some things that would annoy the men and some things that would annoy the women. Um, one of the things I liked about the guy, he says that annoys them is, um, you know, when you're treating them like a child or you're feeling, making them feel like, you know, you're not a person I could trust you with. Um, so the other thing, so he basically talked about, it's very important that we are very clear of what we want, you know, like for example, oh my God, the garbage is full. You're just telling him what, what it is. So it's better to say, can you please take the garbage out? Or, um, oh, look, the grass is so long. Um, yeah. Can you, you know, oh yeah, this is another thing is the language. He was saying it's really important. Don't say the word, could you? Because that it's better to use, would you? <laughs> like, does it really matter? But apparently for women, we say it doesn't really matter. But apparently it's a big deal for the guy. Because if you say, could you? He's like, yeah, yeah, I could, but I don't want to. Yeah, sure. But say, would you please? It becomes sort of like, oh, great, I have to do it. I don't know how, but he apparently with all these people he talked to and the men and they realized that they do things better when it's wood. Basically, communication and how you use the words is a big deal. Um, 
so uh, okay so he goes that how it's very and I like what he said someone she gave some suggestions of how women should be um, like try to be with their husband and that is um, you know when he gets lost um, don't make it a big deal like oh my god we're lost again why didn't you ask just let it go and just go like wow this is a nice view problem um he goes if you for, let's say you told him to bring something and he forgets to bring it um don't make it a big deal so like okay we'll just get it next time or um so I thought that was uh, interesting and he goes that how because what happens is these little things becomes fills his love tank like oh my god she you know still loves me or she's not too upset um so this is interesting he talked about love letter and he said that how whenever you're upset write it down and he goes, don't just say it out so quickly. He goes, and when you write it down, um, he goes, start with anger. Uh, like, what is, what's upsetting you? I am angry because. And then start talking about sadness. And I am sad because. Uh, and then talk about fear. And I am, uh, you know, and my fear is. And then talk about regret. And what I regret is. And then end with love. Or what I love you despite and, and what I wish. And then after that, you're supposed to take at least 20 minutes. And then after that, you should write down what you wish your response would be. This is quite interesting because he's saying that what happens is people like women tend to be like, I, well, I don't know what he could say to make me happy. I don't know what he's going to do to make me forget about what just happened. So when you write it down, it gives you sort of like a room to sort of forgive a room to sort of say, okay, maybe if he does that. And apparently then you're supposed to read this out loud or, or give it to him to read it. And if it's hard for him, he should start off with the love first. I love you. Da, da, da. Then go back to what they're really upset about. And then if he wants, he were to say, okay, well, I'll write down something too. Well, I'm sad that you're still sad or I'm angry because you're still angry all the time. I fear that, you know, I'll never be able to please you. Um, I regret that this will keep, you know, uh, all of this happening or something like that. But I still love you and I hear what I do, what I, what I, and I just heard what you said and I will do my best to not do it again or something like that. So basically he goes at how you, sh when you read the letter, it shouldn't be for arguments. It's more of just listening and saying, oh, wow, okay. Because what happens is if we keep building, building it in, Later on, we start reacting in ways that we don't even know why we did that. And then he goes that how, for example, have you ever, you know, been angry and smiled at the same time? Have you ever, <laughs> you know, been, um, you know, it's like upset and still made a joke? He's like, we tend to do that. He's like, and that's, and sometimes you don't even know why you did that, even though you, but it's because of these things that you build up. And he goes at how sometimes they fi he finds out that when people write that love letter of just expressing themselves, they realize that, wait a second, this isn't about my husband. This is about my parents. So then he says that it's very important that you write a love letter to your parents. I mean, not necessarily you have to tell them about it, but write it. For example, a lot of the bad communication and why a lot of the marriage are struggling because of the bad communication is because of what we saw or, or the lack of you know, um, knowledge we have. So, you know, it's like 
and it's scary because he talked about it even for children you know it's like it happens since they're kids you're crying stop crying stop being a baby or why do why are you, you know why are you always upset why are you telling me so we tend to have them close don't express negative feelings are not good oh again so eventually they learn to sort of hide problems hide communication i'll only talk to you when i'm up when i'm happy and that's not necessarily a good thing so they grow up as adults not really knowing what to do oh shoot i shouldn't say anything i don't want to be upset no you should say something and open it up so and i was like oh my god that's so true so he goes that's why it comes down to your parents it's like you know yeah they're to blame but at the same time it's not it's there's always room to grow for anyone mm -hmm. right um what else uh so yeah so he's basically saying negative feelings um are usually ignored and it shouldn't be and he goes up by writing this love letter you're starting by loving yourself by healing and then when you're sharing it now you're ready to receive love and that's why it's so important um, I love this. So he goes at how it's very important that women ask for help. Women ask for help, uh, as in for, um, from their husband, um, even when they know they're not, they're going to say no. And this is quite interesting. I had a friend who slept over and I remember I went in the kitchen and I was getting ready for getting my child ready for school. And, um, and she just came in and I had everything in control anyways, but she came in and knew exactly what, you know, what needs to be done. So she'll, she just helped me pack, you know, the lunch. Um, then I just, you know, put on the clothes for my daughter. Then she's like, Oh, here's the bag. It was just so like, it worked so well and everything happened so quickly and without me saying a word. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. And then I'm thinking to myself, it, it's different. Um, it's like, I, I think the fact that because we're both women and we're both moms and we're both have kids. So it's like, we know exactly what needs to happen. But with a guy, it's different. You actually have to say, can you wrap this sandwich? Can you put it in? You know, can we, you know, can you do it? Unless, <laughs> especially if you're always doing it, right? And I find women, we tend to be like, you know, we, we go right in, we tend to do it. For example, you go to somebody's house and you see the dishes dirty, you sound like, hey, I'm, I'm just going to do it. You, you, know, you don't wait until the person actually tells you. You know what I mean? Like you have this understanding of, but then usually with guys, no, you actually have to say, okay, can you do the dishes, you know? Um, um, otherwise, it won't be done. And it's not necessarily, it's, and if they do, it's something they're taught to do you know, because their parents always told them or something like that. But basically, he was saying that their mindset is different. They will do something that only if they are told to do. Now, he talked about it's so important. You have to be very careful how you tell them. Um, so he says, um, ask, but do not ask as a demand. Um, ask correctively, <laughs> correctly, assertively, appreciate, and um, and when they say no, don't get too upset. It was oh. very important. Oh my God, it's like uh, ask uh, at appropriate time, and um, and don't make it like a demanding attitude. Uh, you know, it's like uh, he goes and, and he goes and when you explain the reason why they should do it, don't make it a long list. Just make it brief. Because I guess I like the way he said that. Because, you know, I think women, we can, we can say, because blah, 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 and go on mm -hmm. for so long. Um, basically, be direct. 
um, and make it very clear. Um, so basically he was saying the reason why you need to ask even though they may say no, because eventually what will happen is um, he, will, he will be able to understand that I could say no and she's okay with it, that I could say no, yes or no, uh, without hurting her feeling. And, um, and eventually, hopefully there'll be more yes than a no. So he, for example, he said that one time this girl said, oh, I've got to go tell Mark. Um, that he needs to do this. And then he goes, I, I went and I stopped her and I said, oh no, Mark is going to be busy. He won't even do it. He goes, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to tell him anyways. So the next time he'll, you know, feel bad and he'll actually do it. So this, she's like, so from there he realized um, that that's how my wife sort of um, should be. So you're asking for something and he says, oh no, not now. And then, or, or no, I say, oh, okay. Oh, can you do this? Oh, um, no, I can't. It's like, oh, okay. So you just sort of keep saying that, oh, okay, okay, that eventually, you know, he'll say, oh, my God, no, I feel bad. Okay, fine, I'll do it. Um, it's interesting because I'm like, okay, well, what if you get the opposite where the husband feels bad and doesn't want to say no, and it's not a yes either. And like, oh, he's like, can you just give me an answer? <laughs> I'll do it. I just thought no. Or he's looking at him so busy. Um, I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you get that problem too, but um, yeah. So that's pretty much it with this book. Overall, I definitely liked it. It's one of those books that I would want to probably listen to it again or recommend others to listen to. Um, I think I love the, the letter um, the letter idea. And I think in, in he talked about how this isn't necessarily just for the spouse, but friend... Um, he's like everything he's like even to Allah I mean the way he said it I mean with that we have the dua right but yeah. uh yeah it's really interesting what do you think no definitely I really think men it's like they're very like straightforward you just have to say it for women I feel like we think we think about a lot of things we're always thinking and like yeah. a lot of the times they're like just thinking about something and it's not even there like, it'll be something so simple. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. He hates me. He hates me. Obviously, hates me. This is what he <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be something yeah, so yeah. little. And it's just like, yep. Uh-huh. That's what it was. Yeah, it's because of this. <laughs> wow. So true. So it's like, I always have to take a breather. Like, take a little bit of time to myself and actually collect my thoughts before I even say anything. You know, this is, you brought me, um, remind me of a, a story. There was this girl, she was talking about how um, you can even see it on kids. You see two boys who take a car and they'll be like, um, you know, playing with the car, say vroom, vroom, and then they'll crash with each other and, and that's it. But the girls, you'll see the dolls and they'll be like, hey, you want to play outside? No. Why do you want to play outside? Let's play together. Oh, no, I don't want to be together. What about you? So they're literally playing with the dolls, but yet they're talking to each other in a very upsetting way. It's like a whole different game. It's like, you know, it's not just about the dolls right now. This is about you know, each other. So it's like a, a whole different, even the way they play, it just shows the different personalities, panama. Mm. Just like even it's for just, men, sometimes they don't hold it in. Everything's just said and it's done. And they leave yeah. it at that. Whereas with women, sometimes they think about it, they analyze it. Like I look at things after the fact, I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, that's what it was. Why didn't I see that before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what's amazing? I've learned that they're both needed. 
like you need to have the both sides you need the one who's very emotional and nurturing and want to look at every angle and let's talk about it and then you need the other side where you just want him to fix it mm-hmm. and advise and let's just get to the point but the fact is can we be patient enough to allow that like both express and and despite you know what it is so it, it's like Lights. It, when you when you're buying a house you're looking at it in a different way and he's looking at it in a different way but they're both very important so both of you would need to listen to each other to say okay what's your perspective huh what's my perspective ah you know it's fun okay. oh, definitely but i think it's kind of hard to, <laughs> to ask somebody something and then they say no i think that would Exactly. Exactly. Because you're angry, like "Mm." yes, Vaughn, you get become very like exactly. (laughs) He talked about that. Here's the other thing that was very interesting. He mentioned. He said, um, he brought an example. For example, he goes, uh, the husband, uh, let's say he wants to be intimate with his wife, and the wife says no, and then the next day, no, the next day, no. So he'll go and buy this beautiful lingerie, and then she'll say no she'll say no and then stuff would and then he would just get so like bumped down he'll just get himself uh you know like just swamped with work and all of that stuff two weeks later she makes this beautiful (laughs) dinner puts this beautiful um light on music you know and he comes in and he's now furious oh past two weeks you didn't want to hang out with me and <laughs> now you want to do this <laughs> so he's now um was like fine i'm going to show you what you did to me the past two weeks that was so painful so now they're both not happy and he goes at how this is the most common problem or for example they've been living for 20 years the kids grew up and they're out of the house and now the wife or the husband want to basically get to know each other more do more things and he'd be like what all these years you just wanted to you know and now you want to you know like um like spend more time so he goes at how usually you know it's like finally when the person is ready to get back that person is too hurt to come back <laughs> and he oh and, and, and it was very interesting because i thought oh my god you know it's like well what do you do and he was basically like swallow your pride and and just be happy like just be grateful for that and and just say oh alhamdulillah you know <laughs> like glad you're back and this is interesting because let's say the whole day you know let's say uh my husband would be out or he would just be so busy and all of a sudden he's just so happy and i'm like oh all this day you know all this time you were this and now you want to come and talk and i'm so tired you know what i mean (laughs) so it's like but appreciate that it actually happened it's not easy and it made me think how hard relationships are like i'm like Mm -hmm. man it's a lot of work and it's not just one It, it takes two to make it like healthy and well Mm-hmm, definitely it's a lot of work yeah it's a lot of work yep. but it is what it is and you gotta do what you gotta do mm-hmm. try to make it work yeah <gasps> just gotta make it it's just this when i thought oh my god it's so funny whenever i hear people saying that i'm like oh god that doesn't sound good <laughs> i'm like i'm like ah i remember that was one of the advice like yeah just be patient i'm like what does that mean um, but yeah, like it's one like, person has to be like one person has to take that like the L like the loss 
and just yeah. suck it up. It's either one yeah. or the other because if both yeah. are holding it together but and like angry, it's not gonna work. It can't always be one side. No, no, no. It can't. It has, it has to, to be. be it has yeah. to be one and the other. Like it has to be exactly. taking turns. Exactly. Or else it becomes like I always the one who's giving, giving, mm-hmm. giving, or giving up, and yeah. this just becomes too much. And it just shows the importance of forgetting. You need to be able to like go and forget. Just, it's okay. Yeah, he did that. Or yeah, she did that. Just let it go and let's continue again. You know. But it's like I remember what he did in October fifth, ten p.m. at like you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly, and we tend to hold on to that. And he talked about how we we tend to have points where he did this, he did that, he did that, and we'll remember everything. But his points of things and how we look at it is differently. So he would say, oh, I'm working and I'm making money for the family. I'm such a great husband. But to that, to us, it's just like 0. 0.5 or something. So I'm very like, happy. And? Like, exactly. And? exactly. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, but you didn't hold my hands or you didn't, you know, help me wash the dishes. Like we want the littlest things, you know. Um, and this is very, apparently it's very common, especially with the rich, where it's like, what do you mean you're not happy? Look at this house and look at the money I give you and look at the vacation I, you know. Uh, give you like what why are you not happy and usually it's a very common problem because the men would think this is all you need but it's not so it's it's the little things that you know that filling that tank of you know um he would Please say you need to hug, her at least. Yeah. hug me at least four times give me flowers at least one time say i love you at least you know whatever times but yeah little things like that wow um, lastly, I'll end with this. Um, he talked about how he realized that he was spending so much time at work and he would come home tired and she would be so upset. Like, you know, you're helping everybody else's problem, but you're not really here for me. So he says that he realized, so she would say, you know, I love you, but I wish I could spend more time with you. Um, I need to spend more time with you. So she, again, she was very direct. So then he basically decided, okay, I usually have eight clients in a day. So he decided I'm only going to have seven and I will make my wife be my eighth client. And I have to promise myself she will be the best one. Like I have to basically make the best time. So every day he would come an hour early and he would just basically be with her, you know, undivided attention and that's it. And I was like, that is awesome. One hour, that's that's more than enough. <laughs> with all the other busy stuff that's going on. But yeah. yeah. And that is with this book. It was nice, girl. I liked it. Me too. And, um, already. Till next time. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.